Welcome to The Parenting Couch with Rachel Chappell and Sarah Levitt. Honest conversations about what parenting is really like, because let's be real, it can be hard. Proudly brought to you by NorthshoreMums.com.au. Well, well, welcome to another episode of The Parenting Couch podcast. I'm Sarah Levitt. Happy 2023. We are back. I am Rachel Chapel, and it's I'm feeling invigorated and excited after having a little bit of a break. I don't know about you. Well, let's let's come on now. I, I think a little <laughs> bit of a break, having just spent four bit. weeks in England, is a little bit playing it down. I, I saw the pictures of your trip; it looked amazing. So good, like so good to just go to the other side of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think after the last few years of COVID and restrictions and all that, just to be reminded that we we are more than Australia, that there is a world out there. It was just like, it was so good and it was just so nice because my husband's English, so that's the reason we went and and we were meant to go in April 2020. So um, it's been five years since we've been to <gasps> London to visit oh his goodness. family. So it was really special. It was so good just to be on the other side of the world and to catch up with them and, yeah, just to have a bit of downtime and just a a break from the day-to-day routine. It was lovely. Amazing. Because, you know, I mean, you say five years and within that five years, as you mentioned, COVID, but not only has COVID stopped you from being able to go back to England, but, of course, COVID meant two lockdowns where you had to run your business Mm. and school your children, three children at home as well. There's been enormous pressure and stress too in ah, that time so jumping absolutely. on a plane is amazing <laughs> I know I know and it was so like just getting on a plane again was it was so exciting I was just like oh my gosh and what was really nice is um the last time we did it my youngest was two so she was a toddler and that plane oh, yeah. trip was torture really like oh my gosh it was awful but now the youngest five years later is seven and then my other ones are 11 and 13 so you know they're so much more self-sufficient now they're happy to you know watch the in-flight entertainment watch the movies go on their ipad i mean there's still a lot of prodding and oh mom i need to go to the toilet or whatever and you've got to you know you try to sleep and it's not you never really sleep on a plane anyway but it no. was definitely, I'd just like to say to all the mums with younger kids, there is a light and you do get there. <laughs> and I just I just do remember <laughs> that torturous plane journey is when you've got, I think the really bad age to fly with little kids is, I guess, two, well, mm. probably as soon as they're mobile, really, mm. as soon as they're mobile, like probably one to three is the worst. You kind of, it's a bit better from four onwards, but you know, the older they get, the easier it gets. So yeah, we've done a lot of so trips true. to the UK in the past with little ones and it's hard. It is hard, but it is worth it. But it is still 24 hours of unrelenting <laughs> challenges. Um, are there any, from your perspective with three kids, and as I know they're older, as you just said, but are there any things like that you did mm that you thought of that were clever strategies or things like taking things or doing things, you know, like. Totally, totally. Yeah, one of the big things that I did like for the actual, um, for the plane journey, I packed a carry-on case 
And I made sure I packed in there. We had things like baby wipes, tissues. But my kids obviously are out of nappies now, but baby wipes are so helpful. Baby wipes. Um, wow. Having basic okay. toiletries, and you've got to remember that 100 mil rule, and you've also got to show them in that plastic bag. So if you can get them all organised beforehand so you've got your toiletries already pre-packed in like a, a snap lock bag under 100 mils. So just like a, you know, lip gloss face moisturiser, toothbrush, that kind of stuff that is quite handy. And I have contact lenses, so I pack some oh. spare contacts and some glasses. Um, also a change of clothes for all the kids because, again, they're older, but it's actually, you know, to have that whole layering thing is quite good. But they all had mm. their own backpack as well. So they all had their own neck pillow that they'd walk around with. Um, and then they all had their <laughs> own um quite the fashion statement with bits in oh and snacks snacks are so important because my seven-year-old is such a fussy eater and she just did not like the plain food at all so we packed um heaps of chopped up carrots and celery and cucumber Mm. and baby tomatoes which went probably in the first six hours but they were just quite handy and then we had crackers and chips and those lollies and chocolates but just having our own food was really important and you know all three kids had their own tablet as well because if they didn't each have one there would have been serious fights so I mean luckily they've got them anyway for school my two oldest ones and then my younger one had my iPad so carry-on luggage was actually good because you could just pop everything in it and you've got like I think eight kilos or something Mm. And then that that bag was then useful. We did a couple of little trips um, when we were in London to other places. We were based at my mother-in-law's house, so she's in London. So that was kind of our base for the whole time. We spent most of the time in London. But um, we did a couple of little trips and visits around England. And my husband and I went to Florence for a few nights and we took the girls to Paris for a few nights. Oh, you got two nights to yourself. You know, mini trips within it. We had three wow. nights ourselves. Three nights. Amazing. Wow. Oh, my mm. goodness. And Longest they stay with ever. the grandparents. We've, we've never had three <gasps> nights. Yes. Aww, and they love, so they lovely. absolutely adore Granny. So they had some special Aww. time with Granny. And then we had three nights wandering around oh, Florence. and Amazing. Drinking Aperol spritz and eating pasta and wandering oh, the cobbled streets. It was goodness. It was so good. That in itself is just It's a distant memory now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's uh, how how long have you been back? Uh, We got back um, around the 22nd of January. So we've had a a week to kind of get get over the jet lag and sort ourselves out before school started. Yeah, but back, you'd be back into business, back into getting them ready for school and... Like you yeah. say, then it's yeah. like it never happened. Let, let and the off school you go. shoes to the oh last minute. That wasn't a good idea. <laughs> oh, really? Why the school shoes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, just crazy lines wherever you went. Like, Crowds. Oh. Oh, yeah, you just couldn't get served. But um, I, I have got oh, them now. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, it's just the school shoes is probably better to do earlier in January, I think. But, anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> Oh, did you use your vouchers? Because everyone's talking about how good the vouchers are. Yes, amazing. So good, $150 per child. So yes, it does. Well, it definitely covers school shoes and 
bit of stationery for each child. So that makes a massive difference. School Amazing. shoes, if you get the proper ones from Clark's or, mm. you know, the, you know, good, decent yeah. ones, which hopefully we'll see through the year, you're looking at at least $120. So, yeah. Are they leather yeah. though? It's good. Yeah, leather ones. Leather. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah, yeah. always yeah. got them and they tend to last unless the feet grow faster than <laughs> allow wow. a bit of growing space. My daughter seems to be doing that because she's sort of maybe headed for six foot, was always sort of that seed, was always planted from when she was little. Yeah, so wow. she's just going, she's you know, she grower. just turned 10. <laughs> but like she's as tall as me in same shoe size now, uh, half the size. And Is she? Oh, wow. Like a lean bean and a little bean mm, pole. Yeah, the lean didn't come from me, oh, neither wow. did the height. Um, but so <laughs> she's. Um, yeah, it's extraordinary, but of course she doesn't wear those sort of school shoes because she doesn't have a uniform. So we've never had to buy the. So I don't yeah. know a lot about the black. So what what, what shoes does she shoes. wear? More trainers. Oh, at the moment or? she's wearing slides because mm. um, it's hot. They go barefoot a lot of her school. They're allowed cool. to. Um, but uh, no, no, in sneakers of course when it gets cooler. You know what I mean. And I prefer in sneakers running around because you can yeah. trip in the old thongs. Well, they're not actual thongs. She's got these really. Actually, she just got given them for her birthday from a friend. They're gorgeous. You know, Nike slides. So they're kind of, you know, thongs oh, are awesome. so easy to trip in if you're running, but slides are just a little bit yeah, like, yeah. less likely to go over. <laughs> Um, as opposed Fall to the four dollar big, big W ones I bought over summer that are already falling apart and easy to even I'm yes. really tripped over in them. So, um, but that's an Aussie hazard, isn't it? The thongs. So, um, but yeah, no. So she, yeah. So it's. Um, but you had it because your Scarlet had a birthday too when you were away on your trip. She did. She turned thirteen. Yeah. So yeah, we literally right, arrived wow. in London, and the next day she was her birthday. So we, um, we basically this year when they're older, they kind of like smaller things. But you know, like so, yes. she wanted some AirPods, and then I got her tickets to Harry Styles. So oh my fortunately, gosh. I wasn't having to cart really large, big items. So we're off to see Harry in. In March, which is exciting, um, oh, and are then you we going went up just... to. In well, we've got two tickets, so we haven't decided which parent is taking. Okay, it right, right. So right. it'll either be okay, me yes. or or hubby. So yeah, I kind of said you choose, and then I'm like, no, you probably not very fair for her to have to choose one of us. So oh, we'll have to yeah, agree. Right. I think we'd both quite like to go. I like really. I is that right? You're a little bit keen. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because yeah. we gave Scar- we gave Scarlett my keen, Scarlett. A little bit keen. We gave her for her tenth birthday um, Ed Sheeran tickets. So I'm going to Ed Sheeran with her, which is oh, very exciting. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, because her, her dad yeah. made it. he doesn't like concerts, so he's like, I don't want to go. You go. I was like, okay, I'll go. Thanks, I'll take that and go. Perfect. Which would be amazing. Yeah, and actually for Fantastic. my birthday, which was during yeah. summer as well, my mum took me to Elton John, which was extraordinary. So I've always wanted to see uh, Elton and we went to Allianz Stadium and saw that with 30,000 other people. He's amazing. evening and it was like mm. I loved it. Because, uh, again, like you talking about flying, uh, going to a concert, like I haven't been to anything in three years. I've avoided all of those pe- things where there's people. And, yeah, you know, because it felt so counterintuitive. I mean, even going to that, I was like, oh, should I really be going to that? But it was outdoors, like the roof was off the stadium mm. and, you know what I mean, it didn't feel. Yeah. 
overly ridiculous. No. You've you know, all got like, your own seats yeah. and if you want yeah, to wear a face right. mask, you can do that. Like you protect yourself yeah. if you want to. But Which I didn't because I wanted to sing. Yeah. I wanted to sing along with the songs. Yeah. <laughs> all the songs. Oh, I my God, Elton John. 55 years, like incredible. Mm. To, to be, to He's, see that. He is a legend, an absolute legend. Absolute. And now all I can listen to is Elton John mm. every day, all day. I, know, I just drive I know. around. Yeah, we were fortunate. I saw Elton him actually. John. Yeah, I saw him in the Hunter Valley. I think it was actually January <gasps> 2020, just before. Oh, wow. The restrictions. He was amazing then. So good. It was at one of the, one of the wineries up there and that was. Imagine? And I think that was Hope meant to be his last concert. So. <laughs> yeah, I have heard. I have yeah, heard. Yeah, probably hoped. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And how good fantastic. is it seeing concerts? Love, I love, love seeing concerts up there. It's amazing. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, it's no. such a good way to do it. It like, is. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It is. It's better. Actually, yeah, I tell you a story. You can make a weekend of uh, it. Absolutely a romantic getaway. Um, when I was working on the radio up in Newcastle, um, we gave away tickets. Well, actually, there was two occasions we went to the wineries. We gave away tickets to Ronan Keating and we took a bus load out to Ronan Keating at Bimbadgen Estate, which was incredible. Oh. So then we all hung out and watched the concert and then got did meet and greet afterwards with Ronan. But then we went another time, we gave away two tickets oh. and flew them by helicopter over to Hope Estate and landed at Hope. So me and actually my daughter's dad at the time, we were together, he came too and we went and it was Whitney Houston. Now, the sad part about that was that she wasn't doing so well at the time and her, oh my like goodness. the whole thing was amazing except she was oh. falling apart and everyone was like yelling during the concert, yeah. you can do it, Whitney, you can do it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like horrendous. But, I mean, it was like amazing experience but it was, yeah. Oh, dear. Sad, but, mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and then sadly yeah. she passed away not long oh, after dear. that. Yeah, Whitney. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Tragic oh, dear. story. Oh, this dear. is a tragic story. I want to go and see the movie actually. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's playing mm. Whitney in that one? I, I remember seeing a trailer oh. but it was a while ago. I don't know but I'm really keen to go. Like, yeah. Go and see it. But isn't it exciting? Whitney. I feel like this year, do you feel like yeah. 2023, like you said you're feeling invigorated, but do you feel like now, because we've just talked about all these things that are great about sort of moving on from COVID, do you feel differently moving into this year? Like, Because I feel like last year there was a bit of loom mm. and gloom still about COVID and would we have another lockdown even though they said we wouldn't? But I feel like it was like, are we going to make the year? And now, mm. I don't know, this year feels different. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree definitely. I think at the beginning of last year there was still so much um, nervousness about the return to school and a lot of people were really scared to send their kids back to school because of COVID. And and it was at that point that a lot of people still hadn't got COVID and were always starting to um. get COVID and it was all like, <gasps> and then you'd be getting e emails pretty much every day from the school saying <laughs> there's a new case yeah. in the school and there's just you know compounding this feeling of fear and then yeah. and then you got to the point where it's like okay okay it's like there's a daily email about there's COVID it's like seriously it's, yeah it was fine for most of the people I knew 
some people were sicker than others. Some people didn't get sick at all. Um, but yeah, and I yeah, just I know, feel like but... we've kind of all gone through that and we know what to expect now. And um, yeah. yeah, I feel a lot more relaxed at the beginning of this year and more optimistic. And I don't feel like we we will go back into a lockdown again if we can absolutely avoid it. Because yeah, it's the homeschooling for me and every other school-aged parent mm. that I think is such a challenge. Oh. I think just generally the vibe is in the air. I don't know about you. I've decided that I finally got there. It was taking me ages to, for, for I think this is something that started in COVID for me, mm. was drinking during the week. Not like I'm like an alcoholic and sloppy drunk every night. But yeah. like it started, I went to Queensland in the first lockdown for two months mm. and we ended up, the other mum and I that were there, we'd just, you know, have a couple of drinks each night yeah. dinner and, you know, just because, I don't know, just was what was going on was stressful yeah. and everything and it was like I was on holidays for two months then. Yes. I was in Queensland and we were going nice. to the beach, me and the two kids. And yeah. Anyway, so that was bizarre. And then I sort of reined it back in again when I got back. And then um, just slowly but surely, and then over summer, like I don't really like mm. to do it during the week. You know, my preference is not to because, you know, then I pick silly foods and then I don't get up and exercise. And I've just been in this cycle yeah. for ages and promising mm. myself, stop, stop. No, there's always a reason just have one. There's whatever. always an event or there's, oh, you know, there's, there's a reason. Stuff. But yeah. I drink alone. Like there's not even have a social reason. Yeah. For, you know, I just, I mean, I do like. We, we ha- could do a whole episode on alcohol seriously. I think right. it's right. It's such a big so. issue, don't it's you think? Issue. Like, it is, well, in our, mm. col- in our Australian culture it is. But also yeah. I've always used it and, and I've, I'm trying to change my attitude about it to relax. So I've decided. Yes. I've got to shift my attitude. So I've been buying mm. the non-alcoholic sugar-free because I'm diabetic. Um, yeah. Cocktail drinks just to change up things this week. So I've started doing that. I've been mm. wanting to introduce meditation back into my life because if I'm going to not use alcohol to take the edge off, I'm going to need other tools, mm. right? So I've exercised every yeah. day, meditating, having my lime and warm water. Yes. And so they're my they're the things for my health mm. that I'm that I'm doing. Great. So they that they're my like. Yeah. And I didn't make it New Year. I didn't go. I'm doing that on the first. No. I just waited. For the inspiration, yeah. and started, and now I'm into mm. it this week, mm. so it's good. Let me recommend a book for you because I read. Have you heard of Annie Grace? Oh, She's written so. a book called The Alcohol Experiment, and oh. um, I think it's called something like Thirty Days to. Well, I've just googled it. Thirty Days to Take Control, Cut Down, and Give Up for Good. Wow, amazing book! You basically read it's a day, day by day. If you want to give up for thirty days, you read a chapter a day, and it's all kind of talks you through the different sides of the psychology amazing. and the marketing mm. around alcohol, and it mm. actually really helps to shift fundamentally the way you view alcohol. I still drink socially and stuff now, but it's definitely changed my perception and I've definitely reduced a lot of what I drink. Um, I read her book and I actually gave up for three months and then when I started drinking again, I was drinking a lot, lot less. I I feel like I need to read the book again Um, because it's one of those things. But I just, just, you know, because sometimes I'll – drink way too much and I think my my mm. issue is the stop button and particularly same. you know same. you've got a friend That's that likes problem. to drink and it's totally. kind of, it's it is it's it's tricky but you know I've I've got into a lot of the non-alcoholic wines as well and I feel like that's one of the things that I want to do for Feb is actually not drink. So right. um, I'm going to read that book again. It's a very, very good book and it really right. does help. You understand like it, it makes you want to. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not one of these. Yeah. It's not a preachy book. 
at all. It actually just is very matter of fact. And then she talks about her experience. And mm. um, yeah, it's a really good book. Annie Grace. Amazing. The That's a great experience. recommendation. I mean, I'm like you. I, I don't have the stop button. I'd be fine to drink a glass of red every night. I don't have an issue with that because I know it's actually not mm. bad for you to do that. But I don't drink one. <laughs> I'll have two and a half or maybe push out to three. Yeah. Which is, you know, and yeah. then, then that's not good. Then I eat junk because I, you and, know, I'm a little bit yeah. tipsy and then I don't get up the next day, you know, blah, blah, that cycle. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, so it, right, is. it is about the psychology and I know how I've always used it. And when I was a smoker, it was 10 times worse because I was smoking, drinking together. And it was yeah. a winning, winning combination of not good, but it felt good <laughs> at the time. Good to look at all this stuff and... I'm sure for yourself, like with a family and working and everything, like we want to be at our optimum, you know, and also we've got to be models ah. for the kids, don't we, as well. So Yeah, to, absolutely. You know, like, yeah, I know. It's a constant path of <laughs> self-development and improvement. Yeah, but yeah I think. But, yeah, you know, I mean, is that – so what else for you? Anything else for 2023 for you that you've set for yourself? Anything that you want to do differently or goals? I mean, I, I think, yeah, for me as well, the, the dream, thing and continuing to cut back like I don't think I could ever go I'm not drinking ever again but Mm. it's just learning that moderation I think and I guess just trying not to take on too much I'm very much one of these person people what, that will say yes to everything. I love the and way I try you to, to say persons like there's five of you. See, people. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do, and I, you know, and I do, you know, volunteer at the school, and I like doing that, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's important to do that. But I feel like I am often the one that will be the class parent, or yeah. and I don't want to not do that because I like mm. it, but I just don't want to do as much of it, or and even. You know, when it comes to um, my business, I guess, North Shore Mums, there's a lot of stuff that comes to you that may not be the right fish or whatever, and you always feel like I should try and help every single person that pass, passes me or sends yeah. me an email, and you can't. Oh, you, no. you physically can't. No. Um, so just getting yeah. better at politely declining or, yeah. you know, just putting guidelines in place, I guess, to understand what's a yes and what's yeah. a no and, you know, because your hard. time is precious as, as someone, you know, like you you can only do so many things and if you've got so many things going on, then the family takes a back seat or I might get, you know, shorter with the kids or I'm not actually, you know, finding out about their day as much or, you know, just engaging with them more. So I just want to yeah. try to get a bit more balance back for the family. That's a great goal and I think everybody will be going for that after COVID as we return to that, you know, more more normal way of living. And I think, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to someone the other day and this is exactly where I've come to in my life and, and this fits perfectly to plug our next uh, episode actually. But, you know, boundaries and like I've always been an overfunctioner is what you're talking about and I say yes to everything, I've done everything and in the last year or so I've just really – gone you know what I just can't like I just I can't do it anymore I can't be that person that's always there to help that's always there to do that that's and I'm not saying people necessarily even asked I just offer I'm just the first to be I was always the first I was yeah. going to be that person and I don't want to be that person I'll do it you know what I mean I pick the times mm. it's about quality rather than quantity in that I think 
and yeah. we have an amazing guest coming up on our next episode and it's actually all about becoming a boundary AF because we can't say the uh, actual word and uh, <laughs> Suzanne, she's she's amazing and so that we're going to get some more insight into that and talk more about that in detail because it's an issue for so many people, isn't it, Rachel? You know, especially women, I hate to say it, but I've, it is all without of us. being sexist. Yeah, but, absolutely, but yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we're raised a yeah. bit that way, so yeah yeah you want to you want to please people don't you and do the right thing and say yes and it's it's in our yeah, nature I but know. it's something that I think you know does require a bit of work to beat it out of us yes <laughs> Not beach, and the other book know, that, just... the other book that goes well with all of that is Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a You Know What because that yeah. one also it goes along with not caring as much about what people think and I think a lot of the yeah. reasons we say yes often to volunteer is because we like a little bit of the approval and we like a little bit of how that makes us feel about ourselves yeah. and you know and so then going you know what if people don't like me because I've done that well sorry but I'm gonna do yeah. this for my family or myself all right you know, first. I'm, I'm gonna add that one to my kindle wish list I you do it's very good it's good book. yeah okay Excellent yeah good book. okay so many. we should start doing book recommendations there's so many oh my god maybe that's something else we'll look at doing we do have some new ideas for the show as well coming up this year as well for the podcast which is exciting too so yeah stay yeah. tuned for that and uh yeah we just wanted to catch up this first episode say hi Hope everyone's had a great break as much as you break with children, kind of, I guess, <laughs> slow down maybe it's been hopefully and that everyone had a safe and happy festive season and, and you're all also feeling, you know, that more invigorated as Rachel said and also just feeling more positive about moving mm. forward into 2023 and, and life in a different way now after three years almost it's been of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And also I was just going to say if you guys – the listeners, if you've got any feedback about the show or would love to hear a certain guest or would like to hear us interview someone or talk about a topic, um, send us an email. You can email podcast at northshoremums.com.au or send us a message via the Instagram Parenting Couch podcast page or the Facebook Parenting Couch podcast page. Um, we'd love to hear from you, love to hear what you enjoy about the show, want to hear more of if there's any amazing parenting experts that maybe have come to your school or childcare that you're like, more people need to hear from this person, let us know. Of course, absolutely, and we're here for you. Awesome. It was lovely to catch up with you, Rachel. It's been a while and uh, everyone else, and we will be back soon. We sure will. Thanks for listening. See Bye. you soon. Bye.